Welcome to the Port City Community Church Podcast. You're listening to our weekday summer series where we are exploring what it would look like to treat this summer as a Sabbath. Sabbath is a time set apart to experience rest as we deliberately stop working and trust in God's provision. To help us find new rhythms of Sabbath rest, we are reading together in the Psalms. Happy Tuesday. Yesterday, we began our journey through Psalm 27, where in a season of trouble, David begins by declaring God as his light, salvation, and stronghold. We saw how knowing God changes the way we respond to our circumstances, and we reflected on the current battles facing each one of us. The enemy isn't defeated in a day, and our struggles don't always find immediate resolve. They can leave our hearts heavy. So before we begin, I want to provide space for you to pray and share with God what's on your mind and heart today. Use this time to make the same declarations David did and declare your trust in him. Father, we come before you today all in different spaces. Some of us with heavy hearts, some of us maybe uh, feeling good or or excited um, for this summer. Uh, But regardless, we all have a battle in front of us. Maybe that battle is felt um, maybe it's not, um, but God, regardless of, of what we're aware of, we, we bring our battles before you and we lay them um, at your feet, God. And we, we declare our trust in you and in your way, God, and in your presence in our life and battles today. In Jesus' name, amen. I invite you to listen or follow along in your Bible as we read Psalm 27 together. First, we will read yesterday's passage, verses 1 through 3. It says this, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked advance against me to devour me, it is my enemies and my foes who will stumble and fall. Though an army besiege me, my heart will not fear. Though war break out against me, even then I will be confident. As we continue in today's passage, verses 4 through 6, there's a shift in David's focus. He moves from confident celebration and he begins to contemplate. As you listen, pay attention to what David says he desires above all else, starting in verse four. One thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. For in the day of trouble, he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his sacred tent and set me high upon a rock. Then my head will be exalted above the enemies who surround me. At a sacred tent, I will sacrifice with shouts of joy. I will sing and make music to the Lord. Take a moment to reflect on what we just read quietly. David used three words I want us to zoom in on. Dwell, gaze, seek. What emotions or thoughts do these words stir within you? For many of us, the idea of contemplation may feel like an unrealistic, unproductive exercise, especially in a chaotic, busy world. Similar to 1 Thessalonians 5.17, where the Apostle Paul urges us to pray continually, maybe we don't feel up for the task of contemplation. Not only are we pulled in a thousand different directions, but our scattered minds are attempting to focus on a thousand different things at once. Everything and everyone is vying for our attention, vying for our affection. 
Slowing down doesn't get the kids to practice. It doesn't pay the bills or clean the house. But here's the thing. God never gave us scripture to leave us feeling defeated or paralyzed by inability. Rather, scripture can further our hope. If that's the case, what are we to do with what we just read? When David uses the phrase to seek in verse 4, it can also mean to meditate. It's a callback to what we learned in the first week of our Summer Sabbath podcast in Psalm 1. The person who finds themselves blessed is the one who meditates on the law of the Lord day and night. Have you ever thought about where you spend most of your time? What serves as a place of refuge and peace for you? For many of us, it's our home. That could be why David uses a variety of words in this psalm to describe the places he seeks God's presence and gains perspective. House, temple, dwelling, shelter, tent. David isn't calling us to leave the world behind and embrace a monastic lifestyle. Instead, his words encourage us to enter into a mindset and a heart set inclined toward God. We can learn to do this as we go about our day right where we are. Seeking, gazing, and dwelling isn't going to happen by accident. God can't be a passing thought. The way we can learn to seek his face wholly and completely is by keeping God at the forefront of our attention in every moment. Take a second and consider this. What is dominating your thoughts right now and why? Let's read today's passage again, but this time let's do it slowly. And let's read through the lens of seeking, gazing, and dwelling with God, not as a pressure-filled demand but instead a free invitation that allows us to navigate our circumstances with God as our focus. One thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. For in the day of trouble, he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his sacred tent and set me high upon a rock. Then my head will be exalted above the enemies who surround me. At a sacred tent, I will sacrifice with shouts of joy. I will sing and make music to the Lord. When fear has us in its grasp, leaving us overwhelmed and discouraged, what tends to happen physically? Our shoulders drop, our heads hang low, so the only thing that we can see is the mess in front of us. We fixate solely on our struggle and not on our Savior. It can be easy to miss that recognizing God's presence and seeking him above all else is the very thing that provides us with security and stability. Bringing God to the forefront of our minds will affect how we feel about everything else around us. It alters our perspective and the way we view everything that comes our way. Notice how God lifts David's head above his enemies. He does the same for you and me if we let him. We've spent too many of our days looking down in defeat. God invites us to instead look up to him in victory, to see above our circumstances and recognize that he works all things for our good and his glory. So as we begin to wrap up our time together, we want to provide you some space to respond to what we read and to what God is saying to you through Psalm 27. First, take a moment to process this question. Where does your head remain down in defeat? Another question to consider is this, 
How can you seek God, his word and his ways, and allow that act of faith to lift up your head so you can see your circumstances differently? Now take a moment to pray for what God places on your heart during this time, and then I'll come back and share a prayer for all of us. Father God, we're thankful for the gift of your presence. It is here where we want to remain. Help us to focus our eyes and align our hearts so that our gaze and our thoughts remain forever on you. Let us put you above all else, knowing and trusting that the size of our problems pale in comparison to the size of our God. Amen. Thank you for joining us. As you go about your day, keep your head up in victory. That can be easier said than done. There will be moments when God feels distant and it may be a struggle not to lose hope. What do we do then? Join us tomorrow as we gain insight from David's pleas in Psalm 27. Until then, blessings. Thank you.